The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. How do you usually cope with these Bills losses? Because I don't, I don't know about you. I myself usually go through some variant of the seven stages of grieving where you basically start with anger and depression and then you end up coping and bargaining and, and eventually get to this place where you can sit and do a podcast, I guess. Ha! I, it's just one of those deals, man. I wish, why the hell can't we rush three guys and get pressure? Like, why? It's like, you ever watch um, Arrested Development where George Blue Sr.'s crying and he's like, why does Oscar have hair and I have money? Why can't I have money and have hair and Oscar have nothing? And Brando. So bad, dude. It's so bad. Oh my God. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I can't close. I can't. I can't. All right. Welcome back to Not Another Bad Loss podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando. Here on a sulky Monday night, um, I don't know, it's kind of hard to start out a uh, typically upbeat podcast after a terrible loss like that, but uh, we have 17 years of experience for that, not the podcasting part. So I guess if that's any solace, but how, how are you guys doing? And uh, That's funny that you said that, John, because I had a, one of my first graders today gets out of his car because they do the... Like if you get dropped off in the loop, I got it. Your, your first grade student owns a car. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. So he drives him and his sister. In. Um, so he gets out of the car. He's like, can you believe the bills lost? I was like, welcome. Welcome to the club. Like you get used to these ones after a while. Every now and then they throw a stinker, right? The Jags game was exactly a year ago. You know, it's not something we wanted to see. I just, it's hard to look at Zach Wilson and Josh Allen and say that they competed on the same football field. Let alone yeah. Zach Wilson beating Josh. Yeah. And that's, um, well, Pat, I want to ask you how you're doing first before we get off onto a tangent here. Cause I don't want to leave you out. How you do? How you doing, buddy? I'm going to try not to tangent, but you know, that's whatever I, you know, Oh, and two in the division, but still on top of the division. Uh, whatever. Pleasure is forever fleeting boys, but whatever. We'll get back at him. It just sucks. Last year, one of my least favorite players of all time, Trevor Lawrence this year, other than our mutual love for mothers and their patience and their beauty and being moms, I really hate Zach Wilson. So it's just like, you know, the score would have been worse if Brees Hall was playing. That's a good point. We had kind of a weird debate a while ago about whether, the you know, who is better, the Packers or the Jets. Um, but the Jets are good. And I think that really what speaks to that the most is if you're still winning, if they won four games straight. I mean, now five. 
with Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback. And like, you know, all the stats that Pat pulled out, you know, one touchdown in that stretch before the Bills game and just terrible, terrible passing stats, three ugly interceptions. Okay. I'm sorry. They lost to the Patriots the week before it wasn't green Bay the week before that there was a, there was a gap there, but they're winning in spite of Zach Wilson. I will, I will hand it to Zach Wilson. He actually like played a pretty good game manager game for them. And he was put in good situations. Their running game gave them enough of a cushion to, uh, I felt like the other Wilson played pretty well. Yeah. And, and also, yeah. not to cut you off, John, but were you not absolutely mind-blown that there was a player on defense named Michael Carter and also a player on offense named Michael Carter? I actually, like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Two uh, Michael Carters. Running, running back and uh, who's the other Michael Carter? Is he safety? He's a defensive back, yeah. I thought they were the same guy for, like, half the game, and then, you know, I was like, oh, they have a little Troy Brown action going <laughs> Michael on. Michael Carter but- having a hell of a game on both sides <laughs> of the ball here, switching his jersey in the locker room and running out on defense. Robert Sala going full. Uh, remember the Titans. Y'all are going to play both ways. <laughs> That's funny. But you know what? Also was just glaring. I texted Pat. I want to say the Bills record without Matt Milano. They might be five. Yeah, it's and terrible. Four. But then with Matt Milano, they're just like oodles more wins than losses. Just so many more. They're linebacking play. And it's tough. We talked about it against Green Bay. And I want to say, uh, I want to say Tim Settle in his post game comments said that the Jets took a lot of running concepts from Green Bay the week prior. So they were even prepared for it, but they just weren't able to get the jump at the line of scrimmage that they needed to make plays. So, I mean, you know, we don't come out of our base defense too often. I have to look at the snap count. Did you see anything about nickel versus we never really went into heavy. They pretty much stayed. No, in. no, they stayed. They stayed nickel. Um, I remember. Which seeing, I don't blame them for it because it's it's not like Taron Johnson's like the problem. You don't want to be taking Taron Johnson off the field. Unfortunately, maybe take even if you uh, go Terrell for, Bernard off the field though, that boy. Yeah, was he he had kind of a rough day, and uh, Jaquan Johnson also um, had a tough time making some tackles. But yeah, I, I, all in all, the defense. I mean, not what you want against the no, Jets. No, but you and should Zach be able Wilson. to score more than twenty points. You would yeah, think if you're so, the Buffalo Bills. And it was it was the same thing with Jacksonville last year. It's not like the defense let up 40 points and the Bills could only put up 28. You know, it was, okay, guys, you know, you can put up 21 with your eyes closed. What's going wrong here? And uh, Gabe Davis had kind of a, a, a rough, rough day, had some drops, had some, you know. Well, I mean, you could almost say that Josh should have had three interceptions too. I mean, he had one yeah, drop late in the fourth quarter. I mean... What did you guys think? Did you see him smelling the smelling salts? Yes, That's what I, I have to know. say, Pat. I have to say, smelling salts are a delight for any athlete. I would say, if you even have a little bit of boogers up there, I use them. Well, in that's almost, what we were saying. If you're sick, in almost every <laughs> hockey game, the perpetually sick elementary school teacher Brandon uses them. I wish I could have them next to my bed in the morning. They're so good, and I mean, he only took a. Bar- I was even thinking during the game when he when they flash it on tv i'm like he got such a small little whiff of that it probably barely did anything to him well i mean either he's concussed or he has a sinus infection or both but like i i thought that was a little strange i'd never seen him hit the hit the smelling stalts per se me neither and i think that might i don't know you ever see that dayquil commercial where it's like mom and dad and they're chasing over the toddlers where they still have to take dayquil like josh allen looked like he didn't take any cold medicine when he threw that interception to dawson knox like it was just such a brain fart and then even his second interception he threw it behind Diggs and in front of shakir so it's like his brain did not decide 
who he wanted That's to what I'm throw saying. the ball. It sounds to. like a man concussed. It sounds like a man with the flu, like everybody else in Buffalo right now, or a man concussed, and that could be bad. They did bring that up on the uh, radio. I mean, he, anyway, he that was this. This was after he slid on his head for his touchdown run. At this point, I don't know. I mean, he's too much of a savage. He'll just turn out like Earl Campbell. That's horrible to say. Look up Earl Campbell, listeners, if you're not sure. But um, you know. But sacrificed his health at 65 years old for a legendary NFL career, basically. Um, so well, we know, hope technology just, changes. And, you know, I mean, yeah, we, we these do, helmets are like freaking antennas on top of these people's heads. But yeah, I don't know. I There's know. Josh hasn't looked normal in six quarters. The the concepts even like you're you're throwing a streak wheel route to Naheem Hines on a third down when you don't need that. Like you need you're trying to. You're trying to pick up some yards here and you're throwing the bomb to him. And you saw Diggs. He wasn't looking for the flag on the go route that Josh just missed. He kind of threw it a little bit behind Diggs, giving the uh, Jets corner a chance to make the play. But the miscommunications, just they were there yesterday and you're not used to seeing them. We really, you know, I love, we've talked about him a lot, but I love Matt Milano and Jordan Poyer. They're just, if you had to pick between Hyde and Edmonds, or Poyer and Milano, like who are you taking? Oh, dude, I'd take. I'm not going to get my hate on for one player particularly. So no, just, but you probably have to take Milano. Like Milano's probably the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you know, this is something that I'm guilty of. That maybe maybe somebody else out there listening might be guilty of. We wrap Hyde and Poyer in like two peas in a pod. Really, you know, they're really close to each other in skill. They've been. Pro Bowl and All Pro in different years and stuff like that. I don't know if Hyde's ever been All yeah, Pro. Yeah, All Pro. Yeah, he has. He has been I'm pretty sure he has two All Pros. Okay. I want to say okay. that's a good answer. Yeah. Um, and then Jordan was was All Pro last year, um, if I'm not mistaken. All right? Pro. Yes, po. All Pro, but not Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl, right. Yeah. They always get snubs for that. Bastards. Um, but we always wrap them in the same box together. And for me, I always did the same with uh, Damar Hamlin and Jaquan Johnson. They're the two backups. They've been on the team for almost the same number of years. I think it's a one-year difference between the two of them. It might be three years and four years for another one. Safe to say DeMar Hamlin is significantly better than Jaquan Johnson. At least how they've been playing lately. So I even thought Hamlin had some flaws in this game. I don't know. I'll tell you who got absolutely burned. Absolutely burned. They threw at this man. They threw at this man for the Garrett Wilson first down that iced the game, even though Zach Wilson just literally dookied in his pants when Von Miller touched him at the end of the game. But... (laughs) I, I I don't know. I mean, I understand a well-timed slant is virtually undefendable. Yeah, who's the player you're talking about? He was hurt. He was hurt, maybe. I don't know. I just haven't been impressed from him, you know, from what from I've who? seen. And, from who? And maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's a reason why a kid out of Villanova not named Howie Long or Brian Westbrook started over him. Who are you talking about? He's, he's got to be talking about Kyer Elam, right? Yeah, man. Oh. He's just, he's, I'm just not. I mean, I, I'm not going oh to bury the guy. They have some great players in the history of a subpar football program. But, Two minutes um, of tease, like, oh, I'm culminated in a college football reference, you know. <laughs> that is I quintessential, just, Pat. I love it. That is, that is. There's I, just I mean, a few plays where Poyer is so good at run stopping from the safety yes. position. He's just so, he's a linebacker out there. And he fits in. I mean, in Madden, there's a couple of playbooks that he plays linebacker in Ultimate Team. Like you can get him and put him in linebacker because he's just so versatile. And 
to miss him and Edmonds out there and Trey White, you're missing so much on this defense. And the fact that they still held him to 20 points, right? 20 points and you win. McDermott said when he got here that his defenses are always good enough. It was when he had Tyrod as his quarterback. And we're averaging like 17 points, six points per game uh, to get into the playoffs that year. He's like, we need 21. He's like, if we can get 21 to 23 points, we will be in or win most of our games. And they had a mediocre offense at that time. They did not have a $250 million quarterback. They did not have a number one wide receiver like Steph Diggs. They didn't have Von Miller. They didn't have any of these guys. And we are regressing to that. I don't, I don't understand. Just Josh has to play better. He's got to yeah. play better. And he had this slump last year, you he know? Did. He I'm, had I'm it not, in in probably three or four games. There were shades very of like, similar time of year too. I mean, in all fairness, very similar time of year listen, because you guys remember being in Thanksgiving in right now. You remember be going into Thanksgiving and we lost two in a row. Yeah, or was it two out of the last three? We were seven six at one point. Yeah. So, but, I mean, I, and the other thing I will say is that he needs to shave the mustache because Jay Gatsby is a simp. Although he is extremely wealthy, he cannot allure the beautiful Daisy to stay with him full time because he is a simp and is not MVP material. Neither is Nick Carraway, who seems to idolize simp Jay Gatsby. So you got to shave the mustache, dude. I'm sorry. Like, I, I love it. For I had a mustache for November, right? I, I, I guess, I guess you guys have seen me with a mustache. It's not a good look. Like I do it ironically, but like, I, I just, I don't know, I, Pat, Pat, I don't know. I don't think the you diamond studs now, yeah. Like you look, you look straight out of the eighties, dude. You got, you got, it's a vibe. I do kind of look like Miami boys, but um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Maybe it is the stash. There is a direct correlation between the stash. I mean, you, can you think of anyone other than Aaron Rodgers who has repped a stash and played well in the NFL recently? Gardner Minshew. Gardner, I was talking to Mike about this, uh, what would have been last year. When you think about it, Gardner Minshew won you games to get into the playoffs. Wasn't all, wasn't all Jalen Hurst. But other than Gardner, who's from the South, it's got to be the mustache, or maybe he is concussed, or maybe he had a sinus yeah. infection. But I there's know. a lot I can blame. And it's <laughs> crazy. Like, crazy things happen in the NFL. Like, Aaron Rodgers is playing like trash this year. You know, he could come out and then have a playoff run where he plays like the old Aaron Rodgers, you know. Patrick Mahomes in the unstoppable chiefs offense struggled hard against the Titans last night and should have lost probably Danny, Danny. pulled out. Oh, it was Malik Willis last night. So. Willis, Willis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Derek Henry was raging post game. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But, but look, I, we had this last year and Josh returned to Superman Josh in the playoffs and was virtually unstoppable. So if I take any solace from this, it's that Josh has played really well in the playoffs last year and, the year before that, it's been like this gradual ascension and he was just unstoppable last year. And the only thing that stopped him was a coin flip when it came down to it. So I'm still optimistic moving forward. And the other question that I keep asking myself is like, you know, we're on the wrong side of this game, obviously, but who would you rather be right now? The Bills or the Jets? I think even Bills. Jets fans. I'd rather be the Dolphins, dog. <laughs> I'm just scared, man. You lose two division games. That shit is up to you in, in December. Can. He's lucky can, that we've sure. got all the... Extra Co- home division games left. Yeah, well, and we have the division games left. So, um, but here, yeah. here I have something for you guys because you talked about this. Gabe Davis kind of dropped a, kind of dropped. I mean, it hit his face mask. I remember I was telling the story today to Sam, and I was like, when I played football, I was shocked at the amount of passes that hit my face mask as a receiver in practice, whatever it is. And I was like, God damn it. Put the ball in my chest, put it in my chest. Don't put it in my face. It makes it so much easier to catch the pass 
And that ball clipped Davis's face mask. If you see, he dropped it. So that's, I get it, right? I get it. That was the first thing that I thought of. Like it goes right through his hands, right through his wickets, but then you see it and it comes down. It bobbles his head. You know, you have a hard time catching those. But when you look at the Bills offense, Isaiah McKenzie, eh, he did all right. Shakir got one target and it was to Diggs, but that guy intercepted. Who knows? We need, I heard it on GR, Crowder was the player we needed yesterday to get in the zone, yeah. sit back in the zone, Is find he an out opening. for the season? Yeah, I mean, he got a bad injury with his ankle, right? Um, but, you know... I think he's at least on the four-week IR. I don't know if that's been extended to the um, like the full season IR. I really haven't heard anything about him lately, but... He's a broken ankle and is expected to miss the season, I believe. Okay. Well, Crowder, and, and more so, you know, I hate to say it because of, you know, all the antics that he's been putting up on Twitter lately, but Cole Beasley... Definitely would have been a measly, good fit measly. on the field, at least. So, on the microphone too. Mm-hmm. Man has bars. <laughs> yeah, he does have that. But you know who's <laughs> a, one of the NFL's best slot receivers? <clears throat> There's a bunch of them. O B J. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Yeah. Uh, what one of the seasons? His what rookie season? He caught 32 catches in the slot for 467 yards and two touchdowns. And you, you pair him up in here. You got to get stronger. I think it's Diggs got shut down in that second half yesterday and Davis was not able to make the Jets adjust their defense. You always see this chess match unfold. Diggs goes off to start the game. Beautiful route. First play of the game right over Sauce Gardner. I'm like, yeah, suck it, Sauce. Don't feed into it. Don't feed into it. Call him by his birth name, Ahmad. He does not deserve our time being called Sauce. Sorry. (laughs) So so Jets make the adjustment, and it's like, what is the adjustment to the adjustment? Buffalo didn't have that on offense yesterday. They tried it with that wheel route to Naheem Hines. They tried it with a couple of quick passes to Isaiah McKenzie, but nobody was there to take the weight off of digs and, and WGR was talking about an article today. Um, they did, somebody did a research article on teams that went deep in the playoffs and ranked their number two receivers and how that was correlated. And there was, he said that there was so many Mike show references. He said there was so many teams that were good. The Packers with one good wide receiver, you know, Randy Moss, Oh, bullshit, bullshit. Hold on, hold on. Go back to the Packers. Go back to the Packers. Devontae Adams second. by himself. The last okay, few years. Okay. I thought you were talking, Greg Jennings, James Jones, no, Jordy Nelson. Good. That they was like that was, that was a yeah. stable. But, but you, okay, know, you have so. Calvin Johnson and these teams that make the playoffs with one stud wide receiver. They don't win. They lose in the wild card. They lose in the divisional round because you can lock up one player and you need to evolve as an offense. And I don't care what it takes. Go get Odell, Odell Beckham. He was exactly what you need. He's a slot guy. He can play outside, inside. He can pair with digs, move him around the field, get him on this roster. I don't care what it takes. Give him a multi-year deal. At this point, get him in this offense and see what he can do because I think he is the key that they could just blow everything up here. He could he could be the perfect addition to this team. I think it could. This game could have changed the landscape of that a little bit because you might have gone through the season if the Bills win this game, you're like, okay, having OBJ would be nice. It would be a luxury. It would definitely help our offense. It would be another great receiver on the field, but we don't need it. You know, it's like, we're, we're not going to die without it. And I, I still don't think that that's the case. You know, it's not make or break, but I think they have a little bit more incentive to, you know, maybe give him a two, three year deal. I saw a uh, clip that Anthony Marino uh, retweeted today on Twitter. Odell Beckham was doing an interview 
And he said he wants to settle down with the team. He, of course, he wants like a two, three, four year contract. Um, you know, who wouldn't as a receiver at that point? You always want more guaranteed money, you know, higher term, that kind of stuff. But he said that he really like doesn't like doing the thing where he just, you know, pulls up in a city and lives there for a couple of months and then has to move on again. He said he wants to go, you know, be somewhere, buy a house, stay there for a while and stuff like that. So I don't know if that necessity that the bills have right now warrants like, I mean, what would you guys do? Would you sign Odell Beckham to a three-year deal? Would you sign him to a three-year deal? I got it right here. So Michael Gallup coming off of an ACL tear in Dallas got four years, $53 million, 23 guaranteed. So I think you boost that up a little bit. That's 14 million per season as a wide receiver. Um, that would pretty much tie Odell Beckham's career highest salary, right? Per season before he got hurt. Um, maybe he signed a big deal with Cleveland. I don't remember what his last contract was, but he gets his 20, 20, he'll, he might get 30 million guaranteed, but Give it to him, man. The NFL prints money. Salary cap's going up $20 million next year, and it'll go up another $30 million the year after well, that. All I'm going to say, boys, is you know how old Odell Beckham Jr. is? 30? 30. You know who care. had the NFL record for receiving touchdowns in a year at 30 years old? Calvin Johnson? Not Randy Moss, but still. Oh, that's I was going to say he Randy. Had, Dang it. <laughs> he, he had possibly the most dominant wide receiver season ever at 30 years old, so I don't think that it's really... A matter of of age at this point okay well that's that's good i think it really is ju- it's just you know it's this money thing that we all toss around and then you know we pretend we to know what we're doing when it comes to salary cap manipulation and, and brandon bean just somehow does his thing you know we didn't think that we were going to be able to keep matt milano here on a contract and taron johnson and, and all these guys have slotted in with their contracts deon dawkins you know hasn't just been josh's big deal next year it's going to be ed oliver it's going to be Edmonds, that's a big decision coming up. It's going to be, are they going to pay Poyer? You know, does this game have an effect on how they value the safeties too going forward? Because, you know, I think that there was an optimistic side of these, the, uh, McDermott and Bean that was like, well, you know, it, if we don't get Hyde and Poyer, I mean, Hyde's obviously under contract for one more year, but if, if Poyer, you know, decides to take a deal somewhere else, we're not totally screwed. You know, we got two guys ready to go. I'm not happy with saw it, the effects. I don't know. That's what I'm saying is like, I don't think that they should be satisfied with that production. I think that Jordan Poyer is worth the money, you know? Well, you think if you you have a a window right now, if you're only giving up 19, 20 points a game, you're going to win 12 of your games with this offense. You're going to live and die by Josh. That's why you signed him. That's why you draft him. That's why you built the coach around him. That's why you put this personnel around him. Live and die by Josh. And I'll take the four losses a year that Josh will throw at us. I'm cool with it. Win us a Super Bowl. Make it better. Yeah. I'm with it. All right, let's get a break in real quick. And uh, we got some quotes with Pat on the way, so hopefully that'll put a smile on your face to uh, end your... uh, Hopefully, you know, by the time this comes out Wednesday, you're feeling a little bit better getting ready for the Minnesota game coming up. Minnesota. uh, Yeah, we'll be right back. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, 
that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Just one more thing you were mentioning, Deion Dawkins. I think the Bills win the game if he doesn't get that holding penalty and yeah. Stefan Diggs is crazy yeah. acrobatic catch Absolutely. down the sideline with whatever a minute 40 left. Yeah, there's a lot of what it could shit is because I, I really was shouting for pass interference at the end too. Yeah, and Naheem Hines he had too on a, on a nice one and Stefan Diggs on that same sideline, all three of them. So. I didn't think the Deion Dawkins penalty was holding. Like if you guys saw the replay, he finished a block um, into the ground. That'll happen sometimes. I don't know why they do that, but you know, he pancaked somebody. So apparently he must have been. A, I don't know if you guys saw something different. But. If it was flipped for the defensive pass interference, like if that's Trey White battling whoever, you know, Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill, I'm glad that there's no call. I mean, I just, I don't know. Just let him play it out. I'd rather have him yeah, play it I out. Yeah, I agree. Let the boys be boys. We lost on a drop, you know? Yeah. I, I Again, and I'm not like, oh my God, you know, like, this is the reason why our season is derailed or anything like that. Like they should have had that game in hand a long time before that, for sure. Um, I think if they're hand fighting and, you know, he gets his head around, I think that's clean for sure. But he didn't, he didn't even look for the ball. That's the golden rule. All right. Let's get some quotes in here, boys. Yeah. Look for anyway, the ball. Sorry. Look for the quotes. ball. Sorry, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in response to a double pass that helped his team win on Sunday, he said, we had everything going. We even had Tom Kennedy out there throwing. <laughs> He's got to have a perfect passer rating. The first time we did it, I'm not going to tell you who was throwing it first, but in practice, we got verification that the guy could throw. And when we went out there and take a look and he repped it, it was a duck. So, very good thing that they had um, Tom Kennedy throwing the rock. They did this in the Cardinal Seahawks game, right? I don't, so I'm looking for Pete Carroll. We're looking for Pete no, no. I don't know. I want to discuss how Pat's accent got gradually more Italian as that quote went on. Did it? Did it? It did. Honestly, it did. I was trying to do like uh, Dan Campbell, but I guess it came off okay, more like yeah, Tony no, Soprano. It, it, it was <laughs> very Tony Soprano. Uh, um, yeah. So we had everything going, man. We had Tom Kennedy out there throwing. He's got to have a perfect passer rating. The first time we did it, I'm not going to tell you who was throwing, but in practice, we got verification that the guy could throw. And when we went out there and repped it, it was a duck. Gino. So Tom Kennedy does play not quarterback in the NFC. You said, I, I thought you would know this, Brandon. What game had a double pass touchdown for 75 yards? Was it not DK Metcalf? It was the only touchdown thrown in the game. 
Oh, a division oh, game oh, in the oh, NFC. Oh, oh, uh, Lions, Packers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a, so uh, this is a. It's um, it. it's someone in the. It's someone talking about. It's not Amon Ra, is it? It's someone that I've had quotes on a lot from this show. It's not Dan Campbell. Oh, is it Dan Campbell? It is Dan Campbell. You said his yeah. name. I didn't think oh, you were yeah. going to. I didn't think you'd give the quote. Oh. Well, I didn't think you would know. I didn't think you guys would know Tom Kennedy's on the Lions. I don't no, know. I, yeah, I, I just watched, I I watched the highlight either. of it. I watched the highlight of it. And I was like, that guy's really good. The more you know. The more you know. Um, Reading right. rainbow. Butterflies in the sky. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what my guy in NABP it's LeVar Burton is my, my avatar. Um, <laughs> if you look, dude, it's the reading rainbow. I swear to God, if you look, I think I have seen that. <laughs> um, so my second quote is, and I can't do this accent because the guy's from the American South. And honestly, when I try to do any sort of accent, it comes out like your, your Italian uncle. So I'm not even going to try to, um, <laughs> but this guy said, it's a lot easier to fly overseas after you win a game than after you lose one. Russell? No. Russell wouldn't care. He'd just say, Broncos Nation, let's ride. <laughs> I know we lost 40 to nothing, but let's ride. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, didn't the, uh, was it the Bucks that played in They play Germany? next week. They play next week. Next week in Germany. Close, okay. warm, getting warm, warm. Who do they play? They don't it's, play the Rams. Is this a Tom Brady quote? Someone new. on the team. Oh, uh, Todd Bowles. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. Nice. Yep. Well, I was going to do, I was listening to that press conference and they said, Todd, how is your team reacting to this win? And he said, they're joyous. But I was <laughs> like, that's too, that's too nondescript. <laughs> that's funny. Like out of all the, I was like, yo, this man is, this man is old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. But, yes. Oh man. Well, here's uh here's looking forward to Minnesota week coming up. We got uh But the game's not in prime time, so Kirk Cousins is gonna be an animal just so yeah. So, just, so did you guys see the clip of Kirk Cousins on the plane? Yeah, that was funny. What, any thoughts on that? No, I didn't good see the clip with his chains, you know. All that. Wait, he had chains just to just to prove the haters that he wasn't just buying shit at Kohl's. <laughs> What's wrong with Coles, I man? Guess, I guess so. TJ, he's a TJ Maxx and Easter, right? But um, <laughs> Oh, dude, it'll be cool, too, to see the Cook brothers next week as well. Interesting. And Stefan playing the Vikings for the first time since being traded. A lot of storylines. Yeah. And hopefully Josh's elbow is good to go, because uh, if not, we're going to have, like, bizarre Another Viking. Minneapolis miracle game with uh, Case Keenum and uh, Stefan Diggs. But hopefully it does not come to that. So everybody cross he, Was fingers. he on the injury report? Or... Said he has some pain in it, uh, but they're just going to monitor it. Some pain. Forward. Yo, listen to this. <laughs> Tell me what you think about this. Sorry, Pat, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just gonna, I was just making a weenus joke. This is <laughs> elbow, but, um, let's uh, hear it, Brandon. Um, when this happened to Josh in his rookie year and they said PCL, could you imagine? Do you remember it was like bad? It was really bad. They missed, he missed four weeks and they were talking about Tommy John surgery. Could you imagine if four games into Josh Allen's career, he misses 18 months. So there's no 2019 Josh, sugar high Josh. And then there's like, you're, you're not even getting MVP Josh. You're getting, you're missing, he's missing a full season and some. 
if he gets Gosh, I don't even want to think about right? it. But that, it, it's it's, just, it, it stresses you out because of the chaos that oh, exists play to play in the NFL. It's crazy, like, dude. And then you think well, like that turf, dude. Like the one, turf one, one play, life. guys, I got it it goes so far because it's like one play could change Josh's career. Like we all know that like yeah. that's being a little bit dramatic. Our literal mental health depends on play to play. But if like Josh the, pulls the, out the this future album, of our mental health, our mental well being depends on how well the bills do. Like I just, <laughs> man, it, it, if you think about it, that 2019 team, like you load up at receiver and you do all this for Josh and you don't have him, like, the Bills are one of those teams that goes after like Case Keenum earlier, like Cam oh Newton is a oh free God. agent. Oh God. And Josh probably doesn't ever blossom. We don't have digs. Maybe we draft somebody else instead. We just and got Smokey Brown. The the butterfly effect like for this. Philip Philip Rivers. You're probably looking at like Philip Rivers. Something like that. And then we're probably too good to get like Ed Oliver or you know, we we end up with a different receiver drafted that round. Like no no, maybe Justin Jefferson instead of, you know, who knows in this alternate reality. I just heard them say that on the radio and they're like, well, let's hope this isn't anything like that. And then yeah. the next play, well, that Josh throws a 70 yard bomb, the farthest throw in the well, NFL. That's what this I'm saying. Year, so. so like on the money too. let's not forget that. Yeah. He's like exactly 70 edge. yards in the air too. If you look, he throws it from the 10 to the plus 20. Like it was insane. But all right, well, we're going to get out of here. We're going to be back on Friday with some Brando's bets and uh, some uh, game picks. So I'm kind of scared to look at the scoreboard. I don't it's know not how good. we did. It's uh, bloody. Bad, it's, bad. it's bloody brutal. That's bad. Bloody, Pat, I think you and I, I know Brandon, Brandon might have had a really rough week. But Literally. Pat, I think you and I might at least have pulled out three and three maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. I haven't checked it. But we'll Very see. Cool. We'll see. All right, boys. We'll see. All right. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Feel free to uh, tweet us your thoughts on anything, you know, how your coffee is, what you want to hear us talk about that on the show. Literally anything. So, but uh, all right. Until Friday. Go Bills. Adios, amigos.